David and Colton Corpenning are the father and son authors of What the F is Next. It's a system and process for answering that very question. Excited to have you gentlemen on. Welcome to the show. Hey, George. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, excited to have you on. It's always a little bit tricky to uh, to, 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 to dance with two other people, but tell us a little bit about your personal lives, some more about your work, and what motivated you to put pen to paper for the book. Hey, yeah. So um, I uh, grew up in Colorado. My dad moved out here about uh, 40 years ago and started uh, uh, his life in Manatee Springs, where I grew up. Um, and I live in Denver now. Um, I do real estate and also uh, work at Google full time. Um, and then we wrote this book together. Uh, it's been a great process over the last couple of years. Excited to chat with you guys a little bit about, about it. David, and, what, how about uh, you? Okay, great. Um, well, you know, my my interest is has been for a long time, kind of alluded to it, to both motivate and inspire people to use intention more in their lives. And the book is definitely meant to be a a tool to do that. You know, people have been using intention their whole lives, so it's really not something new for people. But I think what has happened for a lot of folks is that they just haven't maybe realized that they were using making an intention um, or they used it and they just forgot that they could use it again. And so we're hoping that with our title that we catch people's attention and they consider using intention more in their life. I appreciate that. One of my favorite quotes, and it's it's a new one, so I'm probably going to get it wrong and won't be able to attribute it correctly. How's that for a, for, for a favorite quote? Is that people need to be reminded more than they need to be instructed. So to your point, David, totally. we I think most of us understand maybe that intention is important, just like goal setting and gratitude, but just because we know it's important doesn't mean we're actually doing it. Absolutely. Well said. So- what what are you hoping that 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 the book does what when, when somebody opens it what what are they going to get out of it yeah totally so this book um was intentionally designed to utilize the least amount of time possible to create the maximum amount of results so uh unlike a lot of other like self-help or self-improvement processes out there um this one is like you know much shorter and more concise um you know there's definitely value in in kind of longer term uh you know life development approaches um but we find that you know in this busy kind of culture and life that uh sometimes that can be overwhelming as well as this process is uh not necessarily designed to help you find your life purpose we think that uh your life purpose you've actually already been living um and that is like a multifaceted process and journey that you need to go on using many processes and many approaches um so this is very much designed to just focus on one area of your life that you're looking to make progress in uh in the next 30 to 60 days so it's a concise kind of snapshot process that you can get done uh you know in on a long flight or uh over a series of like a couple weeks at one hour at a time um so yeah that's that's one of the specific notes of it and one of the things, uh, George, that I would um, add to what Colton has said is when you said open the book and and uh, I've written two previous books, which is Everyday Visionary, A Practical Guide to the Life You Desire, and then The Field Guide for What's Next. And as you in there, you can determine it's very practical kind of sense. And Colton said that, Dad, if we're going to introduce this concept of intention, 
um, in, a, in a little different manner, then we should tell our story. And so Colton and I both tell our story and I, and we try to be vulnerable about that as well, that this hasn't been a straight up uh, path. It's been a winding path for both of us. So we've experienced how to, how we've had intentions and they haven't been fulfilled and then how we've dealt with that. So from your comment of what happens when you begin the book, hopefully people can relate to our journey a bit in some aspect. Um, so there's definitely that. And, and Colton was kind of referring to this, but I think a really other important thing that we hope people get right off the bat is that you don't have to change. A lot of times when people are talking about a personal growth path, there's a sense they have to change. And our process really doesn't focus on that as much as helping people really inventory and connect to the things that they love, the things that they have been good at, the people have, have been reinforced that for them. And that's the foundation then. That, so they have the confidence. I've done this before. I know this is something that I would love to do. So then creating a what's next that's challenging, it, they're going to be able to stay on that path. I like it. You don't have to necessarily change. So let's not make wholesale changes here because that's probably, I know, very intimidating for people. And I'm just going to put this book down if I have to change my entire life. Right. Totally. And then one other piece of that to expand is that it's based in a uh, process known as appreciative inquiry. So uh, instead of, there's kind of two ways to look at um, what you want and what you have in your life. And that is either from a asset based model or a deficit based model. The traditional basis for this kind of thinking has been a deficit based model. It's like, why do I, why do I not have this? Why am I only making this much money or why do I, why am I single? Like these are, you know, things that you look at and you see what you don't have. Uh, but this process and appreciative inquiry really looks at the things that you do have. So the successes that you've had in the past, things that you've liked to do, things that you've already done, um, which is a much stronger and more positive way to think about and structure your next steps. Um, and so then by looking at what you've already done and accomplished, you can then look at the resources and tools that you use to get there and then resurface them and reutilize them and reinvest in those, which has proven to be a much stronger uh, use of your resources and your time. So if I am interested in, Colton, I was telling your dad that I've got three now young kids, six, three, and two months old. And if I'm looking at the situation, I'm in my 40s, I'm like, okay, I need to make sure I can be as strong as I can be mm -hmm. for as long as I can be. Is that something that this process would apply to? Absolutely. Yeah. So it'd be, you know, what are the ways that you've felt strong in the past, right? Not like new things you're going to pull out of a hat to change your whole approach to this, because that's, you know, such a big undertaking and things you, these new things you don't necessarily have in your tool belt, right? So start with the things that you've been successful when you felt the strongest, when you've had the most physical, you know, success, and then build from there. Maybe you add to those, but you don't just throw them out. You definitely focus in on the success you've had in the past. And the other thing is, George, I think what you're, you know, implying is that right now, family for you is a is what we like to term use the term a big rock. I don't know if you read the Stephen Covey book. I have. Okay, then you're familiar with that term, um, and we lay that story out 
in the book as well. Um, but you know, you, as part of the, our process to help people identify what are their most important things. And then from that place, as Colton has already said, really have, we have 20 questions to help a person connect to that person that they really are in that area of their life. What they, what they really love, what they've been told they're good at, what they've got good feedback that they're good at. And from that, then you can build into the the vision, the intention of what you want to become. So for example, you said you want to stay strong. And so it's filling that out. What does strong mean to you as a parent, for example, as a, as a husband, that sort of thing. I want to be physically strong. So I want a strong body so I can pick my kids up for as long as I can and, and keep up with them you know, physically. And I want to have energy and not feel tired at the end of the day and stuff like that. Yeah. I, and we, we've, we've really done, you know, looked at all the different ways to make that happen to actually integrate a, a good intention in your life. And so we have science-based strategies that are simple, straightforward, and are grounded in in a process that will work for you. So once you make that decision and really get clear on on those things, you, that was a good start, right? You want to be strong enough to lift your kids, and that starts to be. You're starting to get into you know well articulated positive intention. So I love framework. I love process. Um, I just because I, I I dislike kind of abstract. I just go ahead and do this. You know, just 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 do it. Well, if I don't know how, then I'm not going to be successful. I'm going to be frustrated. How 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 many pages is 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 the book? How this sounds like it's really easy to consume. Yeah, the book is about a hundred pages. Um, you know, it starts with our analysis of how we get distracted on the path of life to what we really want. Then it goes into my dad's backstory, my backstory, then it unpacks the science uh, and elements of science that are baked into the process. Then it sets you up with an understanding of how the process is going to work, as well as like a light little breath work kind of intentional setting, setting up practice. And then there's 22 questions that you fill out that are all intentionally designed through appreciative inquiry. And then you go through and you analyze those and you create basically a really concise what's next intention. And then you build that into your plan for what's next. And then you ha there's a couple of different tools. There's like a, a, a list of different uh, processes that you go through to then make action on that in the next 30 to 60 days. And then check in on that intention where you're at then and then decide if you should redo the process or uh, take on another intention. Nice. What's next intention? Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, you want to go ahead, Dad? Yeah. So a what's next intention is when we started to talk about that a little bit, George, when we were talking about what you were thinking of there um, for your life. And it's if it's what's really important is as Colton mentioned, it's it's grounded in in that process called appreciative inquiry, which is it's it's based on an asset base of what has worked for you. So your intention then in, is has to be framed in a positive way. So you have, it has to be positive, it has to be specific. And, and in most cases for it to be transformative, it needs to be a stretch from where you are right now. And so those are some of the, you know, key components of creating a what's next intention. So it's, I want to 
be as, as I, I want to be a good dad, and part of that is being physically strong and mentally strong, so I'm available to have a good relationship. That was that that that's an example of the intention. Exactly. Yeah, Once I, you have the intention. Go ahead. Sometimes people ask, well, you know, where does it start? And I think, I think for intentions, they start with desire. So you would probably say the beginning of this conversation, but you're a very intentional person. So you may be further down the road than this. We'll just assume that you definitely have the desire to be healthy and strong for your, for your children and in your life. So, um, that's the first, the first step. And an example would be someone who would say, oh, I have the desire to live someplace where it's, it's warmer and, um, and that would be that that desire. Okay, live someplace warmer. But then once you convert that to an intention, you might say, I want to live someplace by the end of this year that's 60 degrees or more. And I want a job in elder care that supports my lifestyle. So now you've moved from a desire, just want to live someplace warmer, or in your case, I want to be strong. That was your first thing that you said. But then as you started to talk about it, you got better at really clarifying, you know, what is it? Which means you're probably going to have to have some kind of strength training in in your action list, correct? So that's a little bit of a way to define the importance of clear, being clear, being positive about the kind of intention that you want. So you're more assured that you're going to get exactly what it is you do want at the end. And it sounds like having the research and being able to cite um, just studies and things of that nature are very important to you and able to, to, to show people if you do invest the time and the energy and attention attention to read this book and to do the exercises, your odds of it happening just based on what other people have done are, are decent. Absolutely. I'd say they're exponential. You, you said it really greatly for us, George, because that exactly. is true. We, <laughs> we, 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 we didn't just willy-nilly come up with this stuff. I mean – we, I spent a lot of time, you know, doing research and, and coming up with, uh, you know, the best way. And there's like four or five, as Colton says, things baked into the integrated into your life aspect. And yeah, it seems pretty simple and straightforward, but there are things there that we've already looked at and studied um, to make sure that you have the highest chance of making that happen. Yes. Love it. So why, why, why go out in this project together? Why decide to, how did you decide to, 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 to work on this and write this book together? Yeah. So I'd say, you know, the, the genesis of the process has been, uh, through 30 years of my dad's professional development work as a life coach, helping, you know, organizations, individuals really figure out what's next. Um, so he's, you know, been working on the science for that, with that, through that, uh, for 30 years. And then he published the field guides for what's next, which is kind of the, you know, actually putting pen to paper, create this process that you fill out, answer the questions and create your what's next intentions. Um, so that was about seven years ago. Um, after he published that, I did the process myself. Um, and I, I filled it out and I answered the questions, created the what's next intentions. And then, uh, I kind of put it down and just put it on the shelf. Um, and it was about two years later, I was uh, looking through some, you know, old boxes and found the the work worksheet or the field guide. And uh, I looked through it and I saw that my what's next intention that I had created was to travel the world and learn how to surf. 
and the hair kind of stood up on the back of my neck because I had just come back from a two-year trip around the world where I had learned how to surf. Hmm. So I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. I just actually completely achieved the intention that I created through basically subconscious intention, right? Like I wrote, filled this out and then I just put it away. And then that though had obviously had great you know, an impact into my actions to actually then go and take that on and then travel the world. So with that, then I was like, wow, there's something to this. So I pulled out, uh, you know, the next part of the, the field guide, which allows you to fill out multiple intentions inside of the book, which we still have today. Um, and I was looking towards what do I want to do next in my career? I just came back from this trip and I filled out the, the questions and the worksheet. And my intention was really strong that I wanted to work at Google. That was like the next phase that I wanted in my career. And now I've been at Google for almost five years. So two huge things in my life, uh, both were very clearly charted through doing this intention process. So um, it was about two years ago-ish um, that I uh, was fly fishing with my dad and we were just ch chatting about intention, where we're at. And I uh, kind of proposed to him, hey, what do you think about maybe taking on uh, a rewrite and an up elevation of the process into kind of a cohesive applicable tool that both explains the science and better sets up kind of the whole user experience of filling out the guide in a quick and concise way so it's really targeted towards just one piece of your life um, and we were just like yeah let's uh let's do it let's take this on and so i took a first pass at writing a manuscript and then he dove deeper into the science and explaining that and then we just worked back and forth on it and developed this really great concise book um, and we published that about at the beginning of this year that's awesome. I'm sure that the intention was to work really closely and smoothly. Did it work out? Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> um, you know, there is nothing like, you know, we've always had a great relationship and uh, done lots of projects or like lots of like trips and adventures together. Um, but there's nothing like taking on more of like a applicable project like this to really bring you together and bring you closer. And that has happened. And that's been a really awesome element for both of us. Um, there is definitely, you know, certain parts of like, filling out Google Docs and things like that, um, that, you know, can be a little tricky and, and always, you know, are, are fun and interesting. And we've developed a great process for working together. Um, and yeah, we came up with something really great. Your thoughts on the process, David? Yeah. And, um, you know, something that I wouldn't have thought about when I first had kids, when Colton was small and his sister was, was young, um, you're really involved in, in interacting with them at that age and and there's somewhat of a you know a difference in you're the parent and they're the child and what's really worked well for colton and his sister and i and his his mother is that as they progressed we progressed with them so we became more and as we are now we're peers so we're on the same page i'm not the the sage person at the one end colton and my, his sister chelsea are sage in in a lot of things they have opened my mind to so many different things that i wouldn't have if i was just a 71 year old guy and didn't have a connection with people that are in their 30s so um, that that aspect of it um, also is a is an invaluable piece to the book, and that um, Colton is a you know is a kind of a first generation or second generation conscious intender, and I've been doing doing it for fifty years. So we've we're really giving people um, two different ways to to look at this and try to understand the process of intention. So yeah, it's been a really great ride working with Colton on this project. Oh, I love it. 
certainly been fun to uh, to get to know each of you very although briefly, albeit briefly, and uh, I can already tell how impactful the book is going to be for a lot of people and sort of combining um, different perspectives, even though you're cut from the same cloth, obviously. So David and Colton, thank you so much, both of you for coming on the show. Uh, where can people learn more? How can they engage? Where can they get their copy of What the F is Next? Yeah, thank you so much for having us. It's been a great combo. Uh, the easiest place is thefisnext.com. Um, that's our website. And there you can just go and it links straight to our Amazon. Uh, you can also look it up, What the F is Next on Amazon, and you'll find it there. It's available uh, via hardcover, paperback, audiobook, and is available in most countries in the world. Excellent. And that was thefisnext.com? That's right. Okay, great. Well, if you enjoyed this much as I did, show David and Colton your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Get your copy of What the F is Next on Amazon or go to and go to thefisnext.com and start making the changes that you want in your life and, and figure out what the F is next for you. Thanks again, David and Colton. Thanks, George. Thank you, George. Till next time, remember. Do your part by doing your best.